Hello and welcome to The Road to Edipec by Energy Voice, brought to you by DMG Events. Some of the greatest minds from energy markets around the world will gather in Abu Dhabi for Edipec 2022 from the 31st of October to the 3rd of November to address the most pressing global energy and climate challenges we face today. With attendees from over 160 countries and featuring more than 28 dedicated country pavilions this year, Adapec is set to be the most inclusive and international energy platform, tackling critical issues around the sustainability, affordability and security of energy. With record global participation, Adapec 2022 provides the thought leadership that will provide a pathway to successfully navigate a progressive and pragmatic energy transition. Adapec 2022 will reinforce Abu Dhabi and the UAE's status as a unifying and convening power at the centre of the global dialogue on the future of energy. I'm Ed Reed, an editor at Energy Voice, and I'm joined today by Ibrahim Al-Zubi, Adnox SVP Sustainability and Climate. Today we're going to discuss something a little different in the Road to Adapec series. We're going to look forward to the plans for COP to be held in Egypt this November and this time next year in the UAE. It's become something of a truism to say the world has changed since COP26, when interested parties gathered in Glasgow to set the world to rights. Even at that point, it was clear the next COP would be a different kettle of fish. At Glasgow, there was a noted rejection of oil and gas companies, with debate in the UK largely against the development of new fields. However, against that backdrop, gas prices were already rising, and as Russia's invasion of Ukraine has unfolded, the gas market has gone ballistic. At COP26, there are already some problems coming to the fore, particularly from those countries lacking access to power that seem to be frozen out of hydrocarbon development. Holding the next meetings in Egypt and the UAE will clearly put a different spin on things. The Egyptian hosts have talked about COP27 being an African COP as an opportunity to put forward the continent's perspective on its needs and on what can and can't be done. Ibrahim, uh, how significant is it that the next two COPs are going to take place in Egypt and the UAE? It's very significant indeed, uh, as it demonstrates the climate action that uh, can, and actually it must, come from all regions across the world. Uh, I personally never seen it as close as I see it right now. Having two cops in, the, in this region is a great thing, and it will be a significant uh, in the cops uh, in general, and especially for this part of the world. If you talk about the Middle East and North Africa, we've been a blind spot for the global climate community whenever there is a global discussion on, on such related issues. And uh, I believe uh, each of these COPs, be it 27 or 28, will offer progress on the Paris Agreement. Uh, and of course, it will drive the climate action. The EU leadership uh, has voiced its full support for the priorities outlined by Egypt. COP28 in the UAE next year, it's mandated to conclude the global stocktake, which is very, very significant. It's uh, the first comprehensive evaluation for the climate progress. It will also help to direct future climate ambition and action as countries revise their climate targets, uh, which is, again, what's happening globally. It's It's a I think it's, it will be an important point for discussion. So uh, be it in here, I see COP28 team. I'm sure they will ensure the stock take is an, uh, an inclusive uh, process that leaves no one behind. That includes absolutely all stakeholders. And for sure, I believe it will prioritize action, mainly now uh, the hot topic, which is the global energy transition. I, I listened to His Excellency Dr. Sultan Al-Jaber, the UAE Special Envoy in Climate Change, when uh, he emphasized on this 
priority, uh, which is the global energy transition, be it they are fully in support for such an important priority for the region and globally as well. How do you think the world has changed since COP26? And, and, and do you think there'll be more of a role for oil and gas? I believe the world changed uh, in the last 12 months. We've seen many geopolitical things, but also uh, certainly when we look at uh, the focus on energy has changed dramatically since COP26. Uh, energy security has once again emerged as a major topic and concern for a lot of people across the world. The energy crisis that we see around the world uh, and specific uh, regions maybe in the global north has only uh, underscored the need for clarity on the global energy transition. So global energy transition will be a center point of such discussions. Uh, how do we to get how to uh, do we get to net zero as well how fast how do we scale up renewables and how do we do this in the meantime these are all questions that need to be answering the how and such questions will be uh, a main discussion points this is what has been changed since cop26 and i believe all parties will be talking about this and we know that the world is moving towards a net zero we most of the world is committed to a net zero low carbon scenario dominated by renewables, which impacts all aspects of of life, including energy as well. But we also know that it will take decades and trillions of dollars to get to that end goal. And that's an important fact as well we need to keep in mind. If I had to choose one change, it would be more an inclusiveness consensus on a pragmatic, sensible, uh, just, and ambitious plan for the energy transition. And uh, I'm very encouraged, uh, to be honest with you, to see that the COP28 UAE uh, prioritized this sensible yet uh, ambitious effort. And do you think that uh, ADNOX are ready for the future? I mean, given that kind of increased call for for, for lower carbon fuels? Well, uh, it's not only ADNOX. We, we all should be ready for the future. So uh, we need to be ready for the energy transition. And for the energy transition to succeed, we need more investments in uh, renewables. We need to uh, decarbonize our operations. We need to look at investments in solutions that will the transition hard to abate industry. So for, for sure, if we look at the UAE, we are getting ready for the future. We started already. So UAE has invested $50 billion in renewable across 70 countries with the intention for another $50 billion by 2030. So ADNOC, from, from our position, we rank among the industry's lowest greenhouse gas emitters uh, with one of the lowest methane intensities. In addition, uh, we source uh, 100% of our grid power from a zero carbon solar and getting ready for the future. Also, we will scale our low carbon hydrogen and ammonia to help decarbonize our industry and other industries as well. So um, in brief, at home and uh, in the world, ADNOC will push to do more faster and to what in our operations and to support to cut global uh, emissions. Okay, fantastic. I think we're going to take a short break uh, and we'll be right back. EDIPEC, the Abu Dhabi International Energy Exhibition and Conference. The world's most influential gathering of the energy industry. From the 31st of October to the 3rd of November. Ibrahim, and sort of looking more uh, more sort of uh, holistically, sort of beyond ADNOC, what do you think the fastest way to make progress on tackling emissions is? 
Uh, again, what I've mentioned, first of all, uh, definitely for ta- to tackle emissions, we have to think of energy transition. And for this to succeed, we need to think of investments in renewables. We need to think of uh, CCUS. Uh, we need to invest of clean energy. We need to invest like the nuclear. Uh, that means uh, hydrogen, carbon capture technologies, carbon emissions, uh, capturing it at source. So all of the above what I've mentioned before, this will be a fastest way to, for an energy transition to succeed while we are decarbonizing our existing operations. Fantastic. And, and what do you think we might see at ADAPEC that give us some pointers about what to expect at uh, both COP27 and COP28? Well, uh, I, I always, uh, I'm a very positive person and I, I always have high high expectations, which uh, I believe it will be delivered. Uh, again, I'm very optimistic of COP28 UAE. Uh, we have a very clear image as a country, vision on that COP28 will be highly inclusive and ambitious. And this is very, very important because no one should be left behind. We all sit, should sit around the table because we don't have plan to be. This is, this is a fact. So all stakeholders, will, you will see meeting and um, I'm sure all stakeholders will be welcomed here in the UAE and will be invited to contribute to the global climate challenge. Uh, and of course, having ADIPIC in the United Arab Emirates here in Abu Dhabi, ADIPIC will reflect on that as well. So uh, we will see an inclusive and ambitious discussions. Uh, we will see uh, all stakeholders around discussing the transition and uh, what it takes to do that. And uh, we will see, uh, I believe, convening of the global energy industry and other sectors coming together to discuss that. So... Uh, I tell you something based on our country's track record, based on the U.S. track record of bringing countries together. Uh, we've been really doing well about this. So I'm very optimistic that COP28 uh, will definitely spur cooperation and collaborations for global action. Thank you, Ibrahim. Great to hear your thoughts. And thank you also to our listeners. Please do let us know what you think about what we've talked about here. You can email outloud at energyvoice.com. And if you'd like to be part of the conversation and share your story with the energy industry, you can email outloud at energyvoice.com too. You may already know that each week the Energy Voice team get together to talk over the latest happenings. So please search for and subscribe to Energy Voice Out Loud wherever you get your podcasts. But for today, I've been Ed Reed. Thank you for listening. Out Loud is the podcast from Energy Voice, leading the global energy conversation. Bookmark and subscribe to energyvoice.com, sign up to our newsletter and follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter for expert analysis and insight right across the energy sector. Subscribe to Out Loud on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And please do encourage colleagues and friends to listen to Out Loud too. If you've enjoyed it, leaving a rating or review, especially on Apple Podcasts, helps others discover it too. Thank you.